time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in 508-996-0500. That's the number to call in and get involved in the conversation. And it's, it's a day out there. So keep that in mind. I'm keeping an eye on some of the traffic issues. If you are heading into Providence, it looks like traffic's backed up all the way into Seekonk. So, you know, use one of the detours still, I guess. They made a big deal about how they'd have the, uh, the two, Westbound lanes now open on the eastbound side of the Washington Washington Street Bridge, but it doesn't matter. Things are still slowed down. Apparently, there's a chance that they might close the Newport and Jamestown bridges, and and then you've also got the the ferry service that was supposed to start today from Bristol. I don't know if that's happening still. I don't see anything about it, any changes to that. So. I hope that you're not trying to get into Providence today. I hope that you can actually stay in, work from home, and that your power stays on. Unlike ours. We we only had a brief outage, but it didn't click over to the uh, generator in time, and so that rebooted all the computers and everything. So hopefully that was a, a one-time deal, knock on for Mica, and uh, we'll just keep fighting our way through it. So uh, I was talking in the first hour about Finest Kind, which was released on Friday. It is the Made in New Bedford and Fairhaven film uh, where I I was looking at it and trying to figure out some of the scenes that are there, I'm probably going to have to go back and watch it again, you know, between the holidays when things are really slow and I have a little bit of time, see if I can sit down and really kind of pick out some of the locations. I know Gazelle was working on an article uh, that we'll probably have up at WBSM.com where he was going to point out some of the obvious like local references from the movie or, you know, some of the ones that you might have missed too. And uh, certainly, you know, Rasputin's plays a big role in the film. And it's mentioned by name. And that, really, there's none of that stuff that happens in a movie where they try to say that this is one place and it's not this. And they say it's something else. Like, no, no, no. They were using all the real local names. Supreme Donuts plays a big part in the film. Although I don't know that uh, it was filmed in the New Bedford Supreme Donuts. Because I I think that's closed. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure about all the... Uh, ins and outs of it, but it, I just saw a high-rise building behind it, and I thought that that didn't quite look like the New Bedford one, but I could be wrong. Uh, but it does play a major role in the film, and of course, so does everything happening down on the waterfront. And the realism for, you know, the, the knowledge of the fishing industry that went into the film, and maybe some of you are fishermen and you watched it and you said, well, not exactly, but at least in terms of what I could tell, it uh, it seemed to be pretty pretty accurate you know and it made a point to kind of show the level of work that goes in that goes into that industry and the difference between ground fishing and scalloping and i i gotta be honest with you the when i first started watching the film and tommy lee jones shows up for the first time and he starts talking like tommy lee jones 
And then he later on says scallop instead of scallop. I was like, oh, man, don't tell me they're going to ruin this now by having Tommy Lee Jones not not have an accurate accent. But the character is from Texas. I mean, that's not a spoiler. It's not going to ruin anything for you. It'll actually make it easier when that hits your ear the first time to say, oh, okay. You know, thanks for telling me that, Tim, or else I might have turned it off. To me, the best, and this is going to sound crazy, but one of the best New England accent movies that I've seen in a long time was actually Thanksgiving, the horror movie that came out about uh, John Carver slicing up victims in Plymouth, Massachusetts. It was uh, it was pretty accurate. And then I was reading something about how Patrick Dempsey, who plays the sheriff in that film, was so excited because he's from Maine and he got to use his real Maine accent. And I was like, no, 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 no. Don't, don't ruin it for me. The Maine accent and the Massachusetts accent are not the same. But thankfully, when you watch the film, Patrick Dempsey sounds more Massachusetts than he does Maine. And all the other characters are dead on. I don't know how many of them are actually from Massachusetts, but it's, it's really well done. Eli Roth is the director, so obviously he's going to get, he's a Massachusetts guy, he's going to get it right. So if you, um, if you haven't streamed Finest Kind yet, I recommend it. It's certainly something that you can show the rest of your friends and family that are from outside the area and say, see, this is the beautiful area where I live. There's some parts of it and some story points of it that, you know, you might not be the proudest of, but that's life, right? There's a little bit of that everywhere. But overall, you'll show it to people and they'll say, oh, wow, yeah, hmm. There are some really pretty parts of that. And there's some very strong local connections to it. Characters named after real local people. There's... um. There's a family in the movie that lives in Payton Arum, which they mentioned Payton Arum by name. And they're named the Sykes family. And at the end of the movie, it says in the credits, you know, special thanks to the Sykes family. So I think like Brian Helgeland just named the characters after the people. And uh, the, the sad part is, is some of the businesses that are featured in it are no longer in operation. Some of the fishing ventures because of all the changes that have been happening down there. But... They still all came together for a movie that is pretty accurate. Now, I watched the um, the Conrad Roy movie. Well, the series, I watched the Lifetime movie. I remember when that, when that came out, we streamed it here. We got a, a an advanced copy from Lifetime because I, I try to get all advanced copies of things if I can because we want to write about it as it's coming out. So I reached out to Lifetime. They sent us a screener, and we all gathered together in the conference room here and watched it on the, the, the big TV we have in there. And we were just rolling our eyes with how bad they tried to make the area look in terms of saying, oh, this is Mattapoisa, this is Fairhaven, this is how people talk. It was horrendous. And then the girl from Plainville series that was on Hulu was really not that much better. This is, in addition to being an interesting movie, you can call it a love letter to the area and a love letter to New Bedford specifically. 508-996-0500. You can also hit me up on App Chat on the WBSM app. 
Um, not bad in Oak Bluffs pointed out that there was another movie called Wailing City. It's not called Wailing City early. It's called Wailing City. What that what you're sending me the link to, not bad, is the Wailing City early trailer. And then there's an early trailer number two. So um, these were basically like what they call sizzle reels, where somebody is planning to make a, f a feature length film or a feature length project and they create like a small couple minute sample of it to shop it around to get financing to finish the rest of it. And it doesn't look like the movie was ever completed. This, this goes back to it looked like 2011. Uh, so I don't think that that movie ever got completed. It is a little bit similar, but I don't think it's, you know, that similar, uh, especially since this story that Brian Helgeland wrote for Finest Kind is a movie he's been kicking around for decades. Uh, Adam Katz, who uh, owns Play Arcade and, and works as a, as a Hollywood stuntman, talked about how, you know, 30 years ago, Brian Helgeland showed him, gave him a copy of the script for Finest Kind. So this is something that's been gestating for a long time. So I think it's just kind of coincidental. Plus, it looks like the Wailing City film that was being proposed was um, more about the issues with the fishing industry, whereas the fishing industry is just part of the plot of, uh, of Finest Kind. But anyway, you can check it out for yourself on Paramount+. Plus. If you don't have it already, you can get a free week and you know watch the movie and then cancel it. Or you can check out some other stuff, see if you want to keep it. There's probably some other deals going on. It's worth uh, shopping around and looking to see if you can find any good deals online for it. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I thought so. I, Southeastern Mass Alerts at Metro underscore Notify sent me a, a text. Supreme was in Brockton. Yeah, I've, I was thinking it might have been the Brockton one because uh, it's certainly not the it's not the Supreme that's on what Belleville. It's not that one. Because I don't, th I can't think of any high-rise apartment buildings like that around it. There's the mill buildings, but that's not what I was seeing in the background. I thought it must have been the one in Brockton, which I think that one is still open. I'm not totally sure. I haven't been to Brockton in a while. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Good morning. You're next on WBSM, Lamone. What's shaking, Playboy? What's on your mind? Uh, this and that. Well, um, you know how you talk about like the, like the accents. You know the up there you know like back in the back in the 20s and 30s and 40s there was a, a teacher that taught act, actors and actresses like you hear like you hear Cary Grant and you hear uh Catherine Hepburn those are the whole voice they taught them the, that that Massachusetts Atlantic accent. they, they call it the, the transatlantic accent yes and so and it's like and that's and that's a lot of a lot of people that come from over in England can, can pull that off now. Like, like, like watching Walking Dead. My goodness, Rick Rick Grimes. And, you know, he's like he's so like like oh Carl. You know, it's terrible. But he does it pretty well. Though. Well, I, one thing I've noticed about English actors trying to do American accents is they usually talk in a lower voice and they kind of have a whisper to them because it's easier to to talk American that way. Yeah, grumpy, like yeah, you know, like you know, like like kind of like chalk, like a uh, Clint Eastwood. If you ever noticed Clint Eastwood, especially in the latter last twenty years, so years, when he looks, when he's talking, looks like he's got a mouth full of poop. You know what I'm yeah, he's always that? always squinting and straining, but that's all right. I, hey, the more that I'm, I'm happy for anything we get from Clint at this point in time. Exactly. So I had sent you a a, a link 
uh, uh, link um, so you can watch watch uh, Blazing Saddles Uncut. And I and I sent that to you like on the uh, app that they have that I was I sent it to you like like two years ago, and it was like I was when they first started this app. You know Pluto, they started that. I was like like when the first within top the first fifty people that was on there, and so I've got like a a special link and I sent it to you beforehand and and I don't I don't know you never said anything about it. Well, I'll just see if I can dig it out. Yeah, because it's like you can see that they'll they'll have this week at this weekend on there. They'll have uh, Blazing Saddles unedited, so that's always a good thing. And there's something to me like if you go like for instance like Kingpin, which the sequel will be coming out this year. There's going to be a sequel of Kingpin coming out in 2024, so that'll be something good to look forward to. One of my favorite movies. Uh, mine too. But have you seen how they cut that? They cut that. You know, they edit it. They cut out stuff. They could have left in there. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, you know, they, like, they the edit bucket. for time, too. It's not just about editing for content. But that, but that's, that's, to me, that's the funny part of the film, is that bucket. You know, that yeah, was, that's definitely like, a good scene. Hey, Lamone, do you have Paramount Plus? Uh, yeah, I do. So you got to watch Finest Kind. You can see the area where we live here. Oh, rats. I'd rather see it in person. Well, you can do that, too. But I would recommend checking out that film so you can see New Bedford on the screen. And I keep thinking, hearing you talk about it, it, re- it reminds me of that movie with uh, Casey Affleck, you know, the one that he won the Academy Award for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it, I can't think of the name of it. it. It has that feel to it from your conversation about it. Yeah, this is this is a little bit more of a positive, you know, I mean, it's it's got some negative things that happen, but it's 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 overall, it's not as depressing as that movie was. Well, that's good, especially an Affleck winning something called there, you know. But hey, isn't that the same kid? If you remember, it's a funny movie, a really funny movie, In and Out with Kevin Klein. That was funny as cat crap. That is funny. And, and isn't his brother that uh, the one kid that's in there? That's one of the one of the kids that are about to graduate. I'm not sure. I haven't seen that in a long time. But if you look at, I think his character's name was Zach. I'm thinking, and he looks just. It looks like it's his brother. You know, it's a little chunkier, and that was that was that was a funny movie. And personally, I think that was the last good movie that uh, uh, that uh, what's her name? Oh, Debbie Reynolds was in. Oh yeah, yeah. I got to hold you there, Lamone, because I got a bunch of other calls and a big break. I got to take. So you have a great okay. day. Check oh, out that movie oh, and let me know what you think. One more thing, I think the uh, Ghetto Boy is going to be uh, be opening up for him. For, uh, Wu-Tang? For, yeah. Oh, that, that's a really good show, though. All right. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, thank you, sir. You have a great day. I wish I could say I'd talk to you this weekend, but I guess not. Nope, so, nope. NFL this weekend. All right. All right. I got to hold bless. you there. Take care, well. everybody. Good and and uh, everybody, hang on. I got to take this quick break. And when we come back, your calls. We'll be right back. And let's take a quick phone call before the news. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hi, am I on? You are. Yeah. Good morning. Morning. Uh, you know, Tim, uh, I'm surprised they didn't, uh, knowing that we were going to have really bad uh, wind, as bad as it was, they really should have uh, postponed the trash pickup for today. They should have delayed it one day. Oh, yeah. um, you have, you should, you should really see um, in the area, in the north end where, um, you know, the trash pickup, the recyclable bins. Um, there is trash, so much trash, like everywhere. And I mean everywhere, just flying like all over the street. I don't even know at what point, who's going to pick up all that trash. Um, 
you know, I, it just, um, they really, they knew, you know, the wind was going to be with gusts of over 50 or 60 miles. And it's not even because of the rain, it's because of the wind. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they really should have thought about that because it's really, it's really not good. I can tell you that those recyclables don't weigh anything. So those barrels don't weigh anything. So they're going to get knocked over. All of them, even like the trash regulars are all on the ground, but those, but I mean, again, you know, trash is trash because it's a lot heavier, but the recycled, they're just yeah, like everywhere. Um, it, it's it's actually pretty bad. And the other thing is, too, um, I don't understand, you know, it wasn't that long ago that they canceled school because of some little nose squall that we had or whatever. Um, I don't even know why they didn't cancel school today. It's tough for these little kids. Uh, the way it's so windy to get on the bus. Um, or even the ones in your bed that have to walk. Right. Or, or even on, you know, uh, like on Bell, on Riverside Ave, there's tons of high school kids, I mean, standing there waiting for the bus. Those kids are drenched uh, with their clothes all wet. So, you know, I don't know. You know, it's like the important, the important events of weather that happen, you know, nothing is done. But yeah, when there's just something really minor, like just a little bit of snow on the ground, it's like, oh, we can't go to school, so we have to cancel school. So I don't know. You know, the common sense nowadays, it just really baffles me. But anyway, I just called about the whole trash thing because believe me, it's it's the recycle situation. No, I believe it. Th- everything that's on the streets is not good. I thank um, you for the anyway, call. You have a good day. Yeah. You, you as well. And certainly folks can call in and let me know if you are dealing with that uh, on your street where you live. It, I'm sure it's a disaster because, uh, that, like I said, that, that stuff doesn't weigh anything. And even the heavy trash is probably getting blown around. But right now it's time to go into the newsroom and get all the headlines of the day with Ariel Dorsey. Former President Trump is comparing himself to late mob boss Al Capone. During a campaign rally in Nevada Sunday, Trump noted he's been indicted four times, more than just the one time Capone, who he referred to by his nickname Scarface, was ever indicted. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is in Israel today to get an update on the war in Gaza. He visits His visit comes as President Biden has criticized Israel over mounting civilian casualties as it tries to destroy the Palestinian militant group Hamas. There have been hints that Israel could move to a lower intensity strategy in the new year. And if that's the case, Austin wants to hear the plan. Conspiracy theorist and internet talk show host Alex Jones is offering up a new proposal for Sandy Hook families who sued him. Jones has faced multiple lawsuits for calling the 2012 elementary school shooting in Newton, Connecticut, a hoax. He filed for bankruptcy last year as the Sandy Hook families were awarded nearly one and a half billion dollars. Jones's latest plan would pay the families a minimum total of just $55 million over 10 years. Lawmakers are pushing to have salon workers trained to spot signs of domestic violence. Republican Senator Marsha Blackburn and Democrat Senator Tammy Duckworth are set to introduce the Salon Stories Act today. The bill would provide grant money to states that make it a requirement for aspiring cosmetologists to take domestic violence prevention courses in order to obtain their licenses.
Tonight's Powerball jackpot is worth well over half a billion dollars after Saturday night's drawing resulted in no grand prize winner. That means an estimated $543 million is now up for grabs. And Lamar Jackson threw for 171 yards and a touchdown as the Ravens defeated the Jaguars 23-7 on Sunday night football in Jacksonville. The Ravens have won four straight and lead the AFC with an 11-3 record. In more sports, the Bruins forward David Pasternak will not face any supplemental discipline after receiving a five-minute boarding major and a game misconduct for his hit on Rangers defenseman Ryan, Ryan Lindgren. He was ejected with a little under two minutes remaining in the second period. The Bruins have dropped three of their last five games and will host the Minnesota Wild tomorrow night. The Patriots came up short against the defending Super Bowl champs after falling 27-17 to the Chiefs. Bailey Zappi completed 23 of his 31 pass attempts for 180 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Kevin Harris found the end zone with an 18-yard run, and Hunter Henry led the team with seven catches for 66 yards and a score. New England will visit the Denver Broncos this weekend. And the Celtics extended their winning streak to five games after taking down the Orlando Magic 114-97. to Jalen Brown led the team in scoring with 31 points. Jason Tatum chipped in with 23 points. And Kristaps Przingis recorded a double-double with 15 points and 10 rebounds. Tomorrow night, Boston will visit the Golden State Warriors. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. Good to be with you, everybody, on this Monday morning. What a mess out there with this strong storm system. Will provide damaging winds, heavy rain, and also... We could be seeing some coastal flooding. Meanwhile, for this morning, we're dealing with the rain, with the breezy conditions, and the peak winds will arrive by mid to late morning. Temperatures in the mid to upper 50s for this afternoon, around 60. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Cecil Carmen on New Bedford News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. And I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station WBSM and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Get breaking news alerts, stream audio, send us text messages, and get live traffic and weather updates all on the WBSM app. Download it now from your app store or at WBSM.com. And what do you think about that? We haven't even reached the peak winds yet. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You are next on WBSM. Thank you for your patience. Oh, good morning, Tim. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? I enjoyed that Friday night with uh, Santa Claus. That was That was so cute. Thank really, you. Yeah, I was so excited. Santa did a great job. is very busy this time of year, but the fact that he could make an hour of his time available for us here and for all the kids on the South Coast. And if you Absolutely. missed it, we, we do have it up at WBSM.com uh, and on the app. So if you missed it, you can go back and listen to it. Uh, he is just the, you know, obviously he's Santa Claus, so everybody knows what he's all yeah. about. But he's even mm-hmm. more generous and nice and wonderful now that I've uh, spent some time with him in person and, and, and now and work with him on the gift. radio. I did. You yeah. did you, yes. Yeah. And maybe you'll get that PS five you've been waiting for. <laughs> well there's I'll tell you a funny story. We we will read commercials for other stations in our company and there's one uh, I don't even know where it is, but they've had me read this commercial like seven times already, and they keep making changes to it. And one of the things that, it, that it's about is that they're giving away a PS5, and I wrote back on an email. I said, if I have to read this commercial one more time, they have to give me that PS5, and I don't I don't think it's going to work, but it was worth a well, shot. Maybe. Maybe he heard about it, too. Who knows? But that was, that was great. That was really, really cute. The kids were so excited. 
and they asked for Roblox. Yeah, there was <laughs> all my, kinds of my stuff. Nephews, <laughs> my nephews always get those. My, my son's 19 now, so I didn't recognize half the toys people were talking about. Oh, I know, yeah. Oh, yeah, these, well, some of the older people <laughs> play those games, too. That is true. On the computers. And a lot yeah. of, you know, because of the success of the Barbie movie, a lot of kids calling in asking for Barbie stuff. Oh, yeah. They have the Barbie mermaids, too. I sent one out to Hawaii to my niece that was out there, to Jamie's daughter. Jamie's little oh, girl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it seems it seems like some of the the classics are making a comeback with the, with kids these days, and that's that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, it was cute. But anyway, I enjoyed it, and um, I'm, I'm sure a whole bunch of people were listening to it. You did a great job, Santa's helper. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Have a good day. You as well. And thanks, bye. And again, if you miss that, you can catch it uh, on WBSM.com, on the app. And I also put it out as a podcast episode of this show because I had to put it somewhere. Uh, so I put it into this show's podcast. So if you look up the Tim Weisberg Show podcast, you can find the Santa Hotline Hour from Friday night. So much fun and uh, so great to hear from all the kids. We tried to squeeze in every kid that we could. And then Santa stayed for, you know, close to an hour afterwards, taking phone calls from the kids that still kept calling in. And he, he stayed here until every kid that had called in had a chance to speak with him. So that's just the kind of guy Santa Claus is, you know, and no surprise there. We, we know that about him, but to see it act, to see the magic actually happening in action right in front of me was really special. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You are next on WBSM. Hi, good morning, Tim. Good morning. Um, what was the name of that uh, uh, Santa Claus um, thing that was in North Pole? That guy was talking about. It was a at an adventure, and it's real good. Where, oh, at the Na- at the Natick Mall. Oh, how much does that cost to go see? I don't know. Sounds like fun, huh, for the kids? Yeah, I mean, they come up with you know they're always coming up with new and innovative ideas to to be able to do things. Um, I think that as, you know, as the technology progresses, the more of that that we can incorporate, the more fun that it is. Uh, I'm just looking it up right now as we talk. It's, um, so it's called Santa's Elevator Express. And they're saying right on the website, two to, two to five hours wait time. So you can expect that. And reservations right now are sold out. So they're working to accommodate walk-ups on a first-come, first-served basis. How much is it, do you know? It doesn't say anything about how much it is. Let's see. I'm just clicking on a few other things. So, yeah, I can't, I can't reserve anything, so it's not letting me see anything more than that. Anyway, that place from the, um, that Max that you advertised that I had a good experience with them, they're very good. They were able to take care of your car? They're very, um, uh, what's that word, trustworthy. Good. I'd recommend them. Good. That's uh, Mac Auto Sales and Repair, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you had a great experience. Anyway, what else was I going to tell you now? Oh, Lamone, sounds like he wants to really come down and see New Bedford and see you. Hey, <laughs> you know, if he can pull it off, we will definitely hang out. I just don't, I don't know if he'll be able to get here anytime soon. And certainly, I'm not going to Las Vegas anytime soon, so. I like his voice. What do they call that That voice? Is it a bass? Or... Yeah, that'd be a bass. He's he's uh, he's a former singer. He, he was in an R&B group in the 80s, but he won't give me more details about it than that. Oh. Okay, Tim, I'll be listening on this 
Rainy, windy day. All right. Well, you stay dry and you stay safe. Bye, hon. Take it easy. And uh, 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in, you can also send app chat messages on the WBSM app. Uh, we have uh, Dave in New Bedford who says, one of the best Massachusetts accents on film was when Christian Bale played boxer Dickie Eklund, the pride of Lowell in The Fighter. Some of the best acting I have seen, not bad for an English chap. I mean, Christian Bale is famous for um, his method and for you know, really absorbing everything about a character. I mean, you've seen the, the weight loss and the weight gain that he's gone through for different roles, including his Dickie. Uh, but he's he's just a phenomenal actor. And he's somebody who doesn't, you know, doesn't, um, for a leading man, he's more of a character actor. Like, he really loses himself in that character. And you don't get a lot of... Uh, you don't get a lot of performances from him that feel inauthentic. Everything you feel like he's that person that he's supposed to be, including playing real-life people like Dickie Eklund. The, um, the other part of, you know, going back to Finest Kind and, and, uh, and, and it being now released on, on Paramount+, Plus, the other part about having it be available on streaming is, unlike going to see it at the movie theater, you know, you might see it once and then have to wait to be able to watch it again till it comes out on streaming or it comes out on cable or DVD or whatever, having it on Paramount Plus, you can watch it multiple times. So, you know, you can go back and watch for things that you might have missed the first time. You can go back and watch for maybe certain nuances of performances that you missed or just watch one particular character and, and how they handle things. But I thought that some of the supporting characters in that film were like dead on to people that we, we know. People that we know here in New Bedford, in the New Bedford area, and you're like, wow, I can think of just the kind of people that they're referencing here in that film. So, I mean, some good, some bad, but it's, it's, uh, it's definitely, you can feel the, the love that Brian Helgeland has for the area. And like I said, if you can make the New Bedford Fairhaven Bridge look like a thing of beauty, then you're a pretty good director. 508-996-0500. Got to take a break. We'll be back in a few. Welcome back in 508-996-0500 or hit us up on app chat or open line voicemails on the WBSM app. And uh, we actually will be broadcasting live next week from one of my favorite places, just another Phoenix. It's a great place to go out and have a breakfast. And on a day like today, couldn't you use some delicious breakfast before you hit the roads and start trying to get into work or wherever it is you need to go? Maybe you're going to say, hey, today's the day I'm going to try and go do that Christmas shopping because I bet you nobody's going to be in the stores. People are going to stay home and say, I'll go tomorrow instead. So you think you're going to get there and you're going to have the place to yourself. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. But either way, you've got to fuel up on your way in, right? So stop at Just Another Phoenix and get yourself some delicious breakfast. And if you can't spend the time there sitting down having a full breakfast, you can still get a full breakfast through their drive through window. 
you can get things like, well, what were some of the weekend specials they had? Two eggs with marinated chicken, raisin bread French toast, barbecued or smoked pulled pork and cheddar omelet. But how about some of their holiday flavors? Peppermint bark stuffed Texas French toast. Andy's candy pancakes. So they just always come up with new and creative ideas at Just Another Phoenix. Those are just some examples. So you can get that through the drive-thru or you can sit down and have yourself a little respite from the morning. Enjoy a nice cup of coffee and a delicious breakfast with people who, even if you don't know them, they'll quickly become your friends. You can even sit at the counter and talk to the cook as he's making your breakfast. That's the kind of welcoming atmosphere they have at Just Another Phoenix, Fawns Corner Road in North Dartmouth. Check them out, have yourself something delicious, and then hit your day the right way. But as I said, we'll be there next week broadcasting live, and I hope to see you coming on out. It'll be on the 28th. Hopefully you'll be there, and you can come by and say hello. I'll have a microphone there so you can join in the conversation. We'll still be taking your phone calls, and we'll be trying all kinds of delicious food. Again, if you want to call me today, 508-996-0500. We're in the next hour. We should have Jack Spillane coming in to turn on the light. We'll talk about his new column at newbedfordlight.org that looks at what's going on, the latest development with the Star Store, because they're ripping these kids off. And Jack has more information on that. Literal dollar figures for money that they're supposed to be reimbursing these students that isn't getting reimbursed in a timely manner. All kinds of issues that are going on. But on the plus side, the students have taken it upon themselves to breathe some artistic life back into the downtown New Bedford area after the closing of the Star Store campus. So we'll talk about that more with Jack coming up. And, of course, your calls at 508-996-0500. Don't forget, later on this morning at 9 a.m., we have South Coast Now with Chris McCarthy. Then, of course, Bill O'Reilly. And after that, Brian is in for Barry today. Barry's using up his uh, vacation time here in the final home stretch of 2023. So he's going to be out, um, I think, just Monday this week and then some days next week. And Brian will be filling in for him. So we'll, uh, we'll have all of that for you. And, of course, Howie Carr later on. Right now, though, I've got to take my final break of this hour. We'll be back in a few moments. All right. That is going to do it for us for this hour. We're going to be back coming up after the news. I believe Jack Spillane will be in here to turn on the light. If not, I'll talk to you. We can still have conversations. 508-996-0500. Also, there's a great piece at time.com, the Time Magazine website, written by Brian Helgeland, where he talks about uh, the journey that he went on in his life to be able to make Finest Kind and about his time as a commercial fisherman, about it growing up in a fishing family and about making the transition into Hollywood. It's a fascinating read. I highly recommend it. And uh, it's a great companion piece to learning more of the inside story.